Actually, Tom, we haven't talked to you about the Super Bowl. Oh, yes. Are you still feeling? How are we feeling? We're feeling good. Yeah. Hyped up, you know, honestly. I didn't think the Chiefs <laughs> would win, but happy we won. I ordered actually two Super Bowl hats before nice. the Super Bowl. Oh, before? Burn yeah, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> it's going to be tough. So I was just cheering so I could wear the hats. So I'm yeah. happy I could wear the hats. So. Yep. Think you earned it? Uh, Did you earn the Super Bowl win? Absolutely. <laughs> a win's okay. a win. Okay. Do you have any other No, that's thoughts? fine. I just what curious. do you have to say, Chris? I just say it. Say nope. it. I've heard a lot. I can just, handle just, it. Uh, yeah. Just watch last week's pod. All right. Husker basketball is 100% back. The boys are scalding hot, and we've got a special treat for you guys. Sam Hoiberg, the Sam Hoiberg, Mr. Icewater in his veins, on the pod later in this episode. Um, but we're going to break down Nebraska basketball right now, so stick around for that interview. Chris, you were there. I was there. What was the what was the atmosphere like for our win, overtime win against Maryland? Uh, it was probably one of the best crowds I've seen this year. Um, I'd put it up there with Iowa, uh, over 15,000, I think they said. Mm-hmm. Um, no sit Sunday? It was not. They did not do no sit. Oh, they didn't? Um, oh, I thought they did. I, no, people sat. Um, it wasn't a traditional no sit Sunday. I saw um, Husker basketball put out there a thing. It was like the, the Apple exercise. Watch, and they had the stand. I think it was just because people were on their feet so much. I don't think they sat in overtime. Mm-hmm. It's like end of the game and then into overtime. I don't think they sat, but oh, interesting. Um, but yeah, the crowd definitely sat. But yeah, they were still. We don't win that game with without the fans. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. They definitely helped. Um, yeah, teams on a roll. Boys are hot. Um, hey, Braden. Um, boys are hot. We have three more games. Three more games. Three more wins. Minnesota. Win. win. Michigan State. Easy win. That's senior night, so you know we're going to win. Oh, yeah. And at Iowa finish. Win. So, realistically, let's let's be realistic here, boys. Realistically, you could say two and one, I think. Win your home games. Iowa's going to be tough. Iowa would be tough. We killed them here. They're going to want to, you know, they're going to want to get us back. Yeah. But... You never know. Is Michigan State bad? They're okay. average. I mean, I think we can beat them at home. Okay, so say we go two and one. <laughs> yep. So we would be one game over five. Sixteen and fifteen. Sixteen and fifteen going to the Big Ten. Yep. How many games do we have to win to realistically have a chance at the tournament? At the tournament, if we're sixteen and fifteen, we'd probably have to win it. I think. You think so? Yeah. Okay, maybe well, win three if you get to the finals, maybe. But with 15 losses, it's not – I mean, it's – you're probably going to have to win, though. Let's say game. let's say we we win all three remaining regular season games. So we're 17 and 14? Yeah. Okay. Then we probably only have to win two, get to 19 wins, and that would probably get us in for sure. 18 would put us, like, on the bubble. You could get in, but you might not. Okay. So It's doable. I've yeah. always wondered, like, why can't – a team who like got hot in a power five conference get like you don't see it very often like get like a 14 seed yeah i mean they could they Instead just don't like ever getting, do it they get like a 12 seed and you play in that yeah. playing game yep. just because you're they put those lower 
conference teams as those like, lower seeds. There are some conferences that, like, they get an automatic bid, and then they get, like, a second team. Yeah. Like, is that team really, like, as a 14 seed, are they a better chance to upset a team than a team that's scalding hot, who plays in arguably the hardest conference in the country? Yeah. I mean, the committee factors that in, like, how hot you are at the end of the year, how you're playing. Do they? Oh, yeah. Okay. The year we made it with Miles, we won, like, the last seven games. Yeah, we finished we with 18 wins, I think, maybe 19, but we won, like, seven of our last eight. Okay. And that got us in. So, it's doable. I mean, guys are confident. I mean, Wiltshire's starting to come around. Can't believe I'm saying that. <laughs> but <laughs> his game at Rutgers was unreal. Kase mm-hmm. um, is absolutely balling. He is uh, – I saw the first Husker basketball player – since Ty Lue. Since Ty Lue with four straight 20-point games? Five. Five. Five, Five straight 20-point-plus oh, wow. games. Um, Casey's balling. Yeah. Sam Hoiberg. Remember we got that interview after? Yep. He's he's him. He is him. That steal he got was That's on too, Sunday. Yeah. Too Honest, big. Yeah. I thought when he was going up for the layup on the steal, he got so up. I thought he was going to dunk it. I know. I literally thought he Fred was going to Fred thought dunk he was, it. and Fred was like, please don't try and dunk it. It's not <laughs> I, the time. I think that if he's not Fred's son, I think anybody else dunks it or tries to. The problem is if you go for the dunk, you miss it. Oof. You get your ass chewed by the coach, but then you get your, also get your ass chewed by your dad. Yeah. yeah. So true. you probably just are like, I'm yeah. just going to take an easy layup. He did get up for that layup. He did. Though. Like yeah, he was high. Ups. Yeah, I think it just goes to show, like it doesn't. I mean, yeah, size helps, but our two, arguably two of our best players right now are Sam Hoiberg and Casey, and they're under six feet tall. They just they're smart and they, they play hard. Yeah, if you play hard, play smart, and play as a team, you can beat anyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, especially in college basketball. Yeah. yeah, when you have good coaches around you that put a good game plan together. You know, anything's possible. I'm confident we could beat anybody right now mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. Yeah. Maybe Purdue, maybe not, just because Edie's a monster. But even then, like, we almost beat him at home with our two studs. So, mm-hmm. it's possible. Who knows? It's fun maybe. to – I – hand up, I don't get super excited for Nebraska basketball. I'm pumped up right now. It's so fun to watch. It's just, yeah. it's just a fun team to watch. Yeah, because you, you don't know. say that – very much with Nebraska basketball. You know they're going to play hard. Yeah. They could be down and they're just going to keep plugging away. Mm-hmm. They're not going to give up like they have in the past, mm-hmm. which is fun. Yeah, tournament run would be. You said we're getting in the car and going if we make the tournament. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've already told people. I'm like, if they get in that playing game, <laughs> I'm getting in my car, buying tickets, and driving to Dayton, Ohio. Yep. For that game. And I'll it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Just drive and go. You I'm have excited. to. How could you not? How could you not? Yeah, that'd be a tough. I don't know. I, it's a fun team to watch. Yeah. I it's, mean, you, you look at our roster and you're like, there's no way this team makes it to March. Mm-hmm. And then you watch us play and it's just a completely different. Because we don't have anybody that like their name doesn't jump off the score. Like, we probably won't have any like all Big Ten players. Maybe Derek Walker as like a third team, but yeah. other than that, nobody's going to be like first or second team or All American no. or whatever. Just like a bunch of dudes playing together, play playing hard. It's fun to watch. Yeah, 
Who knows? I'm excited. Um, football news. It's a little uh, something kind of fun. Adrian Martinez was drafted by Mike Riley in the USFL on a US. I don't know what their team is. I don't really know. I just saw. I think it's is it the XFL or the XFL is going on now, right? <laughs> no, it's the sorry. The USFL. Yeah, the, the XFL is going on now. So he got drafted for the USFL. USFL, yeah. Generals. Thomas pulling it up. New Jersey Generals, I think, is what it was. New Jersey Generals. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep, that's what it is. So I saw they had like a college draft. Does that mean they have like a pro draft as well? I think they have guys like that didn't make it to the NFL oh, can come okay. try out or something for them. I just thought it was weird, like language how it was. Yeah, that's kind of cool though. A little full circle moment there. Former yeah. fun. Husker. I think it was like the seventh pick in the second round. Yeah, seventh pick in the second round. Okay. Good Former for Husker. Adrian. Yeah, good for him. Like to see him succeed. Um, and then eighth. other thing I wrote down. Oh, do you have another? No, it was the eighth pick. Was oh, close. eighth pick. Okay, yeah, close. you were close. Fifteenth overall. Is that what that means? Yeah. Yep. Nice. Good for Adrian. Yeah. Good uh, for other news: Casey is for sure back. He posted a I don't know, picture of him. It was yeah. kind of. It wasn't like a. I didn't know it was still in question. I didn't know either. Because I figured if he wasn't staying, he would have already transferred. Yeah. Well, he would have had to if he wanted to play next year. Yeah. So it was weird, like, because it didn't say, like, I'm back. It didn't say, Mm -hmm. like, anything about it was just a picture. I was like, what does this mean? But But he's back. Yeah. Happy for him. Good that. I'm, good glad to have him I'm glad he's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna. If he doesn't get injured, well. he's a good quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he'll be fine. Yeah. Any other Husker news that I missed? So we got a four star last night. Okay. I didn't do a whole lot of digging into. From Texas, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Athlete. I think he's just. Yeah, he's an just athlete. an athlete. Yeah. Can play anywhere. Yeah. Hey, four star. Four star. We like that. Always like those. Mm-hmm. Husker baseball started off a little cold. Yeah. I mean, it's oh two and one, oh three and one, oh three. And they one. blew uh blew two leads. Well, blew three leads really. Yeah. Friday and Saturday they were up, and then is gave it up f- late. Boys down bad is the second thing you see when you type in Nebraska recruits on Twitter. It sure is. <laughs> oh, boys! <laughs> Look at the boys. We love that. After twenty four, actually kind of cool. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, wow. that's, that's uh-huh. a cool moment. Live moment. Yeah. Um, what wow. were we talking about? Baseball. Uh. The Dylan Carey guy. Yeah. Stud. Yeah, he's good. Rakes. I think he's a freshman. Yeah, I think he is too. Yeah. Dude. I mean, it's always – you don't want to overreact, but, like, teams on the West Coast are obviously going to be ahead of oh, yeah. Midwest 100%. and East Coast teams just because we can't get outside and they can. So, it's – Beginning of the baseball year, it's like, you know – You don't want to overreact, happens, happens. but at the yeah. same time, it's like – You would have liked to split, especially when we have Vanderbilt Or at least get March a – third. We yeah. do have Vanderbilt. You know, you want to get at That's least a win. Crazy. And, Ole, and Miss. Ole Miss. Yikes. <laughs> and Hawaii, I'm sure they practice a lot. Yeah. The boys are – they don't have an easy start to the year. No. But That's okay. Challenge and... ourselves early. Yeah. See what we are. In baseball, anyone can win on any day. Oh, yeah. Anyone. Yeah. The travel restriction thing, that's so dumb. That was dumb. Start the game earlier. Yeah. <laughs> or just don't play that day. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why – like what – so they get done at five, they leave the park at six, and they're home at 
eight. It would make more sense if I guess like, we're both ahead of them, so we'd get home at like eleven. What's the difference yeah, between what, getting home at like eleven or twelve thirty? Why did that matter? I, I was don't know. Was there weather or something? I don't, I don't think so. I think it it's just like the travel restrictions. Yeah. Like I'm they guessing don't want some the athletes to get home late because they probably want them to be in class the next day. Yeah, but so you travel to California in the midweek, middle of the yeah. week. Don't play a baseball game just to get back early. Yeah, it's like makes sense. Just don't, don't play that. Like <laughs> yeah, if you're yeah, worried about travel. play a doubleheader the day before. Yeah, play two a seven. six inning. Yeah, two yeah. sevens. Throw yeah. no hitter. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. yeah. Throw no hitter. Don't give up 16 runs. <laughs> Both teams. When I saw it, was it. help. Both teams. You when could, I saw it, was they it. Got six, to the 16 to 16. Yeah, that would help. Yeah. So we have a we have a tie on our record. We do. 0-3-1. Oh, and one. We're still looking for the first tie that happened in baseball. <laughs> or just like play us. You know that there's travel. Like Both teams have to lead by five. You just be like, okay, we're just playing a seven-inning game. Yeah. Yeah. Because – like the likelihood you're going to get through all nine innings is pretty slight, pretty mm-hmm. slim chance anyway. Yeah, yeah. I but I was when I saw that I was like, that just can't be. Yeah, it's heinous. Yeah, we can't be doing that at the D1 level. Yeah. So, um, let's move into the down bads of the week. Chris, would you like to start us off? Yeah, I can start. Uh, my down bad is going to be Nate Oates. Um, yeah. And pretty much Alabama basketball in general. So for those who don't know, Nate Oates is the head coach for the men's basketball team at Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, news came out today that one of their players was involved in a murder. Yep. He had already been arrested off the team, all that. But then their best player is projected number one NBA pick, Brandon Miller. Mm-hmm. And he supposedly brought the gun to the scene that was then used to kill a 23-year-old woman. Yep. Don't know why she was shot, but... Terrible situation. And then Nate Oates today came out and was like, well, Miller was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know, he's not in any trouble. He said he, it wasn't his fault. Yeah, it wasn't his fault. He you brought know, the gun. He brought the gun to the scene of the crime. Coach can't, you know, do anything about what kids do after practice or outside the practice gym. It's ridiculous. It's not, I mean, when one of the players texts another player to bring a loaded gun to a street corner, that's probably a red flag. Yeah. It's not good. Bad he, scene. Like, he just wasn't in the wrong place at the wrong time. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. Knew what yeah. he was getting into. Because it wasn't like, hey, I need, like, a ride. Yeah. He was because like, please bring this, please bring a gun yeah. to me. Here's where I am. Yep. If, like, it would have been... Hey, I need a ride, and then he gets in trouble because of that. You can say wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, he didn't know what happened before he needed a ride or whatever. But tough to say wrong place, wrong time when it was that kid's gun. Yeah. yeah. So or he brought the gun. I don't know if it was his. Yeah. We're. I mean, I think we're all in agreement. The kid probably shouldn't play for them anymore. No. The rest of the year, not. definitely mean, not. But he's going to. But he probably yeah. will, because I mean, they're with him. They're good enough. To win a national championship. Yep. I mean, whether it's, I mean, it's wrong, but, you know, fandom is something where, like, oh, we have a chance to win a national championship in basketball. Let's go for it. You know, people think that way, which they shouldn't, but they do. So, yeah, Nate Oates. Nate Oates is down bad. Not a great great look there. No. He's kind of like their Urban Meyer basketball. I've heard comparisons, yeah, like Mm -hmm. just win and – don't really care what yeah, players do. You can't do. control anything off the court. Yeah, yep. it's bad. Whatever. Not a good 
Not a good situation, yeah. but yep, down bad. Yeah. Jordan? Yeah, my down bad is Christine Brennan and really anybody else who is offended by the Tiger Woods Justin Thomas prank. Um, Christine Brennan, I think, works for CNN, said, real, tweeted, Really, Tiger, you're a 47-year-old, quote, girl dad who still pulls juvenile and sexist tampon pranks like an immature schoolboy. So this was like, it was a funny joke. I thought it was fake when I saw it. So because, for people who don't know. So Tiger outdrove Justin Thomas this week. He'd been outdriving him pretty much all day that day. Mm-hmm. And on the ninth hole. Or, yeah, and Tiger hadn't played in like a year. And yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah. They were walking off the tee box, and Tiger hands Justin Thomas a tampon, mm-hmm. which it's a joke. It's a joke. I get people. I I don't think it's like offensive. If you really want to die on that hill, that's your opinion. Mm-hmm. But it's just it was such an overreaction to where like people are saying like, oh, Tiger knows that it was like sexist to do, and that's why he apologized. And it's like I think he just apologized because there were so many people that were like. So I said they were offended, but probably really don't care because it's just a funny, it's a funny joke. I don't think there should be a huge like outcry saying like he's a bad like father for doing this. And it wasn't like he was doing it out in the open to like for people to see it. Like it was a joke between them two. And I'm sure like whenever they play quiet, like I'm, I'm sure like JT has done that same thing to Tiger when they were like playing around. I don't know. If they play pranks on each other all the time. Yeah, was Charlie's it, in on it all thing the time. Two years ago, where Tiger came back for a tournament and he slipped something to someone in the hand, or vice versa. I think Tiger's done it quite a bit. Yeah, and, and people didn't see what it was, so they were thinking it was like some kind of drugs or something. Was <laughs> the saying, or is like yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. where, that's where I went down. The yeah, road and it's like back. a it's a thing with Justin Thomas in the woods is because Charlie's in on it too. Like when they. Play. At the PNC, he JT hit it in the bunker on, and Charlie wrote like draw hole. Yeah, because you have to hit a draw on that. I yeah. just the reason I thought it was fake is it the logo was so clear. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like this is, like this isn't real. The first time I saw it, I was like, there's no way this is real. Right. I don't know. I think they like cut to the, the golf channel and the whoever was doing like the broadcast was like, I'm very offended, and Brandall was like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just just a joke. Yeah. Whatever your opinion is your opinion, but... Yeah, I think it was just an overreaction. Like, I understand why he apologized because... Yeah. If you're Tiger Woods, like, there's already enough skeletons in the closet. You don't want to stir the pot anymore. No. If you don't have to, but... Yep. Still my goat. Still my goat. Oh, yeah. Tom, do you have a down bad for us? Yeah, my down bad is the NBA All-Star Game. Kind of the weekend. The dunk contest was electric. Mm-hmm. Mac, he has some ups. He that does. was fun to see. Might have brought the dunk contest back to to what it was, but from the draft, it took three hours. It was so long. You heard compla- <laughs> players complain about that, and then Jalen Brown said it. The All-Star Game was just a glorified layup line, so <laughs> not that entertaining. That's a good, um, good it's, analogy It's a pretty right good, there. yeah. But, yeah, just down bad. I think they need to do something different with the Pro Bowl and then the All-Star game. It just seems like it's losing its interest, where I think you just have to do, like, a skills competition week or something and keep the players healthy slash entertaining. Is that what hockey does? So much of skills. They do. 
and then they, they do like a three v three or something. Okay, yeah, but, but that they play basketball it, could do three v three. I think they play a full game, but the score is always like ten to eight. Yeah. It's just, I, yeah. I like how the NFL just like leaned into it, and they're like, the players don't want to play a real game, so we're just gonna play flag football, and yeah. the NBA is like, they're just kind of like set on, we need to make this like a spectacle, like we're gonna play a full game. The players don't really care. Giannis played one play. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, he was hurt going into it, so it was expected. But I don't know why he played at all. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It used to be so fun to watch, like, when we were kids. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. even if they just played a. I know why they don't, like, go all out, because no one wants to get hurt. Like, it's not the point. You want to see these guys and their ungodly skill. Yeah. But even if they just played a little defense, like. They just walk up and down the court, and then the guy who has the ball does a dunk, and then they mm-hmm. do the same thing. And then somebody pulls up from half court, which, like, okay, cool. It's fine when somebody makes a half court for three, but then it's like the next guy does, and it's like, okay, okay, I saw that already. Yep. So, like, play a little bit of defense, and, it, you know, you don't have to go all out, but mm-hmm. maybe go, like, 50%. Yeah. And I see agree. what happens. See what happens. But good down bad. Um. My down bad is for Peters. Um, Pro Football <laughs> Focus came out on Twitter, um, and they projected the Colts will trade up to number one in the draft and draft Will Levis. If you've been following along with the pod, we know that Peters has some strong feelings about Will Levis. Would you like to yeah, say I mean, any words? Yeah, I mean, if you're the Colts, you're already trying to tank your franchise. You went with... <laughs> Philip Rivers, Matt Ryan, who else did they go with? They have Sam Ellinger. Foles. Foles. Foles was bad. Foles was so bad. <laughs> I just, like, I don't understand. You look at Will Levis, and he looks like the perfect quarterback. He's and got then, the tools. And then you watch him play, and he's horrible. Mm-hmm. I think. He, I think he threw, I think he had one game where he threw over 200 yards last year. Ryan Lindley and Josh Freeman. I think they just like him because of his size. Like the other two quarterbacks, Stroud and Young, are small. Yeah. I think that's the only reason that he has they a good would arm. Like. He does have a good arm. I saw he yeah. he uh, throws it well to the other. Team. Yeah. <laughs> I think he. I don't remember. I saw it to be. I don't remember if it was either in one year or two years, but he has, like, 23 interceptions. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. Is it two years? I think it's two. But yeah. they, the, their argument for it was seven of them were dropped balls. And it's like. So that's 16. Okay. That he, 16 interceptions. So that's one, a, it's almost one a game. Yeah. In college. In college, it's one a game. Your, th- your first three games are normally cupcakes. You're typically not playing all typically of those games. Typically not playing yeah. all the games. It's not great. I mean, if the Colts are trying to tank for 2024, <laughs> I get it. Well, I mean, to, <laughs> two to, number one picks to be row. fair to the Colts, their offense is similar to the one that he ran at Kentucky. Run first with a good running back. They have Jonathan Taylor. I'm just saying that's why <laughs> they might. <laughs> no, I, I, I understand one. why they shouldn't, but I'm just saying that's maybe why they, you know, it's similar to what he ran in college, maybe. But then wouldn't you think. He struggled last year. I don't think he's good. Same offense. He played so bad in big games last year. He's not good. I wouldn't draft him first overall. But I'm just telling you why they think they might. Yeah, I I just think if you're them, if you kind of take that mindset, 
you run the same offense. He was bad last year. He's going to be going up against better competition. Yep. With not yep. a lot of weapons. Yeah, they don't have much. You have a good running back. You have Michael Pittman Jr. And that's that's it. That's, that's it. it. Mo Ali Cox. Mo Ali Cox. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I've seen a lot where he's like projected top five, but one just I don't know why you wouldn't take like a risk on like I don't know why you wouldn't take a risk on CJ Stroud. Yeah. Because it's really not a risk. No, I uh, I saw so I follow a lot of Dallas Cowboy things on Facebook, and they start these crazy rumors. And they're they love like, CJ Stroud. They love CJ Stroud is what they're saying. I, you know what I, I said it during the game. Whatever. The only way Dak's ever get into the Super Bowl is if he wins the Walter Payton Man of the Year, or he's on a Super Bowl commercial. He did yeah. both of those this year. Where so. do you guys pick this year? Or I guess what do you, what could you? Oh, give they up? made the playoffs, so they're they're probably like twenty four or something. What could you give up, Dak? Yeah, but they, yeah, they don't need a. Yeah, actually, a talking about the number one pick. I know Trevin isn't here, but and he says they won't trade Fields. I don't think they'll trade Fields, but either. they could. For what would they draft Stroud? They draft Young. Well, here here's actually why it makes sense. So Fields is going to want to demand a ton of money, right? So, you ship Fields off. You get like five players and two picks for him. You get a ton of ton in return. Yeah, then you're playing quarterback roulette, like yeah. But then Stroud's you're on a, there, and then you have to pay him when he. But that's five years down the line. So you get a bunch of guys in that can help your team now, and then in two or three years, when Stroud or Young is is built up, you're contending. No, I'm not saying they're going to do it, no, but that's that's it. why people say that they yeah, might I actually trade Fields. If there was a surefire lock, if there was a Trevor Lawrence, if there was a Joe Burrow, if there was somebody you knew could step in right away, year two can get you into the playoffs, get you into the Super Bowl, then maybe because you can get a haul for him, you can load up on offense, get CJ Stroud a ton of weapons. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think they would trade him. Just because there's not that surefire, like, 100% guy. Because mm-hmm. I think C.J. Stroud and Justin Fields... Just depends on what they get offered. Yeah, I I don't know what you offer. Yeah. I mean, uh, if somebody... Their defense was horrible. Like, if they would get offered, like, four defensive guys, a wide receiver, and two picks for Fields and another pick, it'd be hard to turn down. I don't think yeah, you can no do way. it. Yeah, I don't... There's no way. Because you saw how good Justin Fields can be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good down bats. Chris, would you like to give us a little hinge update? So yeah. you have a little bit of news. Yeah. So, uh, yes, last night I got a like on nice. my, like, somebody liked my profile. Nice. So What did they like about it? Uh, they Well, they liked my typical Sunday church football and relaxation nice so that's okay. what they okay have we pressed i have not yet um, wow. what are we waiting on well i you figured she liked in. me and i you know it was like i matched with her so i'm like okay maybe yeah it's on so that's her. like her scoring no. a bucket and then you get the ball you gotta yep. throw it in yep okay possession is kind of rolling maybe i'll message tonight we'll see yeah did you hit it hard on valentine's day like i did i said good i did i did so we'll see what happens with those. Those okay. could be rolling in this week. 
before we came on, I actually got another match. Ooh. There we go. So, Things uh, are moving forward. So that's two now this week. So you never know. Oh, boy. We'll, we'll, we got to. Something's got to come from these, though. Well, yeah. But you have to make you have to make an effort. Yeah, I do. You got to get the ball in. You got to make an effort. The ball is <laughs> quite literally in your court. <laughs> It'll come. What do you think, Tom? Should you got any? Yeah, I I agree with the boys. Yeah, <laughs> no comment. Just you got to put the ball in. Put the ball in. Just in play. Right. Yeah, you don't even have. You to, just got to see score. So I so just I have throw to the initiate ball in. everything. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Even well, if they even if they like my profile yes. first. Yeah. If they don't send you a message. Okay. Then yes. All right. All right. So I'll try it. Try it and let us know next week. Yeah. Next week we'll but yeah, it's it's better than last week with zero. Now we're up to two. There you go. So anything else? Nope. Okay. All right. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> um I want to talk a little bit about the Genesis Open that happened last week. Tiger's back, first tournament since PNC, P- well, yeah, well, yeah, and then I mean the majors, but it was his first like non-major since like twenty twenty October. Might have been the tour championship in like October of twenty two, twenty two or twenty one maybe. 21, I think it was yeah. twenty one. Yeah, because he only played the majors. I think in twenty twenty two. Made the cut. Made the cut. Played pretty, pretty well. Decent. Putter let him down a little bit. Yeah, a couple days. But what did he shoot on Sunday? Seventy. Shot. Two. He had a good day on Saturday. I saw. Yeah. He shot in the 70s, but Saturday he shot a 67. Um, but John Rahm is incredible. <laughs> Just incredible golfer. He um, first golfer, or fastest golfer on tour to three wins ever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how many starts he's had this year. I think year, he's had four, and he's won three of them. Yeah. And he finished... What was the one he didn't win? It was it was Phoenix last Phoenix. week, the waste yeah. management, but he finished he was, pretty high. Yeah, Third? he was high. I saw, yeah, like his last. Oh, that's so, five. So he's had five starts and he's finished. Well, because. Finished in the top ten. He's won three, he, finished third, oh, and finished well. T7. That's pretty good. So he's gone his last, what, seven? He's gone fourth, eighth, first, first, seventh, third, first. Yeah, that's. It's just incredible. Here, Tommy, go back to 2023. He's just so good. So Trevor and I were talking about that last night. 3.6, 1. 1.3, 282, 1.4, 2.7, 462. Sheesh. So he could just not play oh, yeah. the rest oh, of yeah. the year. Oh, yeah. I don't – it's crazy. Like, neither of them drove the ball particularly well on Sunday. I felt bad for Max. Mm-hmm. I really like Homa. Yeah, he I loves that Homa. tournament. He's playing well too. Yeah, like every he's won this he's year. There, he's like a guy. Like more people are talking about him now because he's the Twitter guy, and now he's like playing really well. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know if you're hypothetically a betting man. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you don't take put him on a bet slip to win a major this year. Yeah, because he just didn't drive the ball great, and he said like. He didn't drive the ball well on Sunday, mm-hmm. and he cares he's right so. He's one of the guys that like he obviously he cares about this tournament a lot because he grew up. They said wasn't like 15 minutes from Riviera. Yep, mm-hmm. and he won it in 21 when there weren't any fans there, and he's he like started crying. Yeah, it meant yeah. a lot to him. So I think it's cool when he's guys actually watch. care. Yeah, yeah, 
and he has a personality, which is pretty rare these days with athletes. Best thing that he's he's done for his career, I think, is going all these podcasts like Barstool. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Like just he's a good just dude. getting his name out there and showing that he's like a nor- he's like a normal guy, yeah. just the one of us that just is freakishly good at golf. Yeah, it's it's cool to watch. Um, couple more things to talk about. We had some new coaching hires. And I would love your guys' thoughts. Did you see all the Jonathan Gannon stuff for the Cardinals? Yeah. <laughs> so he's the Eagles' defensive coordinator, and he got hired as the head coach for the Cardinals. And I was watching part of my take, and Big Cat described it perfectly. He is Michael Scott Yeah. from The Office. Yeah. There's a video of him talking to uh, Rondale Moore. Okay. And he like met him for the first time, dapped him up, and he goes, pew, 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 pew. And Rondell's <laughs> like, what? And he's like, we'll be taking a lot of shots this year. You're explosive. He's like, okay. And they, then he walks away. I think it's Just, funny how he's a defensive coach, and yet Kyler Murray was like all about him. Yeah. Like Kyler Murray was like influential in getting him hired. Yeah. It's like, he's he's okay. kind of a weird guy. Um, but it's kind of worked out. I mean, Sirianni was a weird dude. He was. And then now he's in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's true. Who and else then, is a weird coach in the NFL? They're all... Staley. They're, Staley. Yeah, uh, he's weird, but he sucks. <laughs> um, Blows a 27 to lead. He's kind of weird. He's cool. McDaniel's weird. Yeah, he's but he's cool. cool. But he's weird. Yeah. Um, uh, Dolphins fans hate him. Yeah. Detroit. Man Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. Campbell's weird. But he's, weird, but he's like a good weird. He's like, yeah. yeah. Good weird. There are a lot of like just personalities. Yeah, that are fun to watch. You got to have like that kind of personality in the NFL. I think mm-hmm. you can't just be like a statue or like a yeah. McCarthy's normal weird. Guy. Yeah, smashes watermelons. But and the other Tom, I'm intrigued to see. Actually, Tom, we haven't talked to you about the Super Bowl. Oh yes. Are you still feeling? How are we feeling? We're feeling good. good. Hyped up, you know. Honestly, I didn't think the Chiefs <laughs> would win, but. <laughs> Um, I'm happy, happy we won. I ordered actually two Super Bowl hats before nice. the Super Bowl. Oh, before? Burn yeah, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> it's going to be tough. So I was just cheering so I could wear the hats. So I'm yeah. happy I could wear the hats, so. Yeah. Think you earned it? Uh. Did you earn the Super Bowl win? Absolutely. <laughs> a win's okay. a win. Okay. Do you have any other No, that's thoughts? fine. I just What curious. do you have to say, Chris? I just say it. Say nope. it. I've heard a lot. I can just, handle just, it. Uh, yeah. Just watch last week's pod. I go in. I go in depth. Okay. I was just curious of a Kansas City Chiefs fan thought. Yeah. This. I'm not gonna. Do you watch the parade? That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. Kelsey. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Needs to just like relax a little. Reality bit. check a little bit. He's really good. Get used to it. That's Chiefs. I'm all for it. That's all. That's the Chiefs for he... you. <laughs> Get used to it. Okay, so. He his big thing is. People have doubted that they doubted the Chiefs all year. They said they weren't going to make the playoffs. People said that, that is but was so that, heinous. Was that like a big like? Did you know about that? No, honestly, that was <laughs> that was a surprise <laughs> to me. I was like, I didn't know it was a rebuilding year. I didn't really yeah, hear any like, of this yeah. stuff. So. I feel like people like always do that. One crap. reporter and just ran with it. Well, Georgia did the same thing. Like, oh, everybody thought we'd suck. Yeah. Never thought we'd get back to the national championship. Like, no, everyone thought Georgia would be good. Yeah, like when you have Patrick Mahomes, you don't. You can't ever have a rebuilding year, yeah, no. is my opinion. Like, no. the AFC Tyree West Kelsey. was supposed to be better. So yeah. people thought, okay. And they lost Tyreek Hill. Maybe they would slip. People thought Denver was going to be better. 
Yeah. But like nobody thought like, oh wow, they'd be like four and thirteen. Yeah. I don't know. I'm happy for you. How well, do you so that not. brings me to my other point. Um Bienemy got hired by the commanders. Yeah. Uh love hate relationship with that move, you know. Yeah. Happy for him, but doesn't really do much, is what it sounds like. Didn't call the plays. Did Reed call the plays? Yeah. Well, he's doing it so he can try and get a head coaching job. So, like, everybody right now is thinking, oh, you have Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reed. You're kind of just riding their coattails. Mm-hmm. And so he's not getting hired as a head coach because they think, oh, how good of a coach are you when you have those two? Yeah. So now he's going to try and go to Washington with lesser talent and try and, like. Is he not the head coach? No. He's their offensive coordinator. Oh. Yeah, but, but no one really like, knew of Pat Mahomes when he got drafted. Everyone's wait, like, I agree. Who's the enemy this guy? didn't get hired as the head coach? I no. thought he did. No, no. Oh, offensive, offensive coordinator, coordinator for the Just a lateral right. move. Well, that's a so backwards pr- move. Well, no, because he he's trying to prove himself. He's trying to prove that he's he, a really good coach, so then people will hire him. But what if he, he sucks? Well, then, well, then, then he's, that's, but that's what he's trying to prove. Patrick Mahomes. But he has had like 16 interviews for head coaches and hasn't guess, gotten and hasn't gotten one so like i he think has, that's why he's doing this he has some alleged stuff on his background that's Ooh. all i'll say oh, oh. whoa that's breaking that. news i didn't know that i saw that it breaking on a tiktok news? oh that okay. i don't know why okay. <laughs> there's some alleged stuff on his back i i hmm. hope well i don't hope it's on his i hope it's the enemy that they were talking about or else i'm gonna sound stupid no but like he's already a an offensive coordinator. Like he's already in the league. He's already made a name for himself. Yeah. What's what's a different title gonna do? Well, right? I don't know why he didn't stay with Kansas City and just be the next head coach in waiting. Like Reed's Reed's only gonna be there for a couple more years. Yeah, they're already and asking he'll retire. Him. You know who I heard is after this the, one? the heir to Andy Reed? Oh God, Jackson Mahomes? No, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Nagy. Former Bears. Oh, Trevin would love that. <laughs> oh. Nagy wins a couple of Super Bowls, head coach of the Chiefs. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. That Patrick Mahomes. Who he could have had in Chicago. Yeah. True. True. Uh, tough. Maybe, and maybe that's why he left. Like, Kansas City might have told him, like, yeah, we're going to, once Reed retires, we're going to go with somebody else. So Yeah, I mean, he's like, I got to get out. I got to get out and try. If I want to ever be a head coach, I got to get under out from under these two guys yeah. and prove myself. Commander's got to get a quarterback, though. They say they're going with Sam Howell yeah, as their starter. Yeah, they, That'd be they've stupid. announced that for sure. Yeah, like he's their starter going into the offseason oh in training gosh. camp. That's stupid, Yikes. but that's what they're going with. Hmm. We'll see how that plays out. <laughs> stupid. The last thing I wrote down was, uh, did you guys see the DK Metcalf video of him jumping? Yeah. <laughs> I That's got I didn't think it was real. Fake, right? He got up so high. It's, it's for sure be. fake. He was at like the, the TikTok house or something. Yeah, there's some like yeah. Twitch. It's uh-huh. so, like if. You thought that's real, like you need to do some reflecting. Yeah, I, I I had to watch it a couple. times. I watched it a couple times. I was like, no, jumps higher than the bushes. Yeah, well, but they can get up. Athletic freak. He jumps five feet in the air. That's that's. I bet you some of those NFL wide receivers can get up pretty high. Yeah, I I don't know. I had to watch it a couple times, so I was like, I can't. That's not real. The NFL texted him the next day. Yeah, yeah, drug test. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. But, um, yeah, that's all I had. Yeah. All I got to say is, how about them Chiefs? <laughs> how about them, Chris? Yep, how about them Chiefs? Let's move into our roulette spin. The pot is increasing. It's 40 each. 40 each now. Getting um, Trevin on the horn. Getting Trevin on the yeah. horn right now. 
He's been grinding. He has been grinding. Let's see. Working if he hard. Got home at like 9 p.m. last night. Really? Yeah, he was. Absolutely grinding. He might still be grinding right now. Tom, two I'm, week stretch. I'm gonna go with. Oh no. Um, let's there go f- red fourteen. Hey, for Trevin. no reason. Hey, you guys. You're on the boys down bad podcast. Awesome. <laughs> hey, Trevin, how about them skirts, huh? How are those taxes going? They're going. They're getting filed. Good. Good. Yep. You have a number for us? I do. I do. It is. I already saw it. It is 36. Ooh. Ooh. I thought about taking Highest that. Highest number you can get. Yep. I really thought about taking that. Zeros have been hot, so we're going to go We're gonna go up. Yep, yeah, that's a good call. That's a good I'm going to do 24. 24. Peters has to win with Black 20 at some point. With, for the child. For the child. Got to pay for college. Somehow. Chris. Black. I'm going to go with eight. What do you okay. want? Is that one for Hoiberg? Oh. Yeah. All righty. What did Dylan go with? 14. 14. Oh, okay, okay. 14. Yeah, $40 it. each. Here we go. Come on, baby. Eight. Eight Come black. On. Come on. Eight black. Black 20. 18. Oh, shoot. 18. 18. Wow. God. The pot increases once oh. again. Just keeps him. This was 40 each. So next week will be 45. <laughs> Jeez. That's a big pot. <laughs> big payday for here. someone. It keeps oh, getting higher. Yep. All right. Thank you, Trevin. All right. And we'll you, see ya. Yeah, we'll see you around. I yelled that into the mic. All right. Pot increases. Boys, good pod today. Yep. And it's not over yet because we not got Sam yet. Hoiberg. Check that out. The man. The man. The He's goat. him. He is him. Check it out right now. This is the Boys Down Bad podcast, and we are pumped to welcome on a very special guest. Nebraska basketball is Sam Hoiberg. Sam, welcome on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You bet. We appreciate it. Um, so my first question is, have you always had ice water running through your veins, or is this something that you just picked up this year? <laughs> I think I've always had it. I think my first game winner was in fifth grade, and I've had quite a few of them <laughs> throughout my childhood. So this isn't so anything always, new to me. You've always had it in you. I think so, yeah. Yeah, love to hear it. <laughs> so um, let's start by talking about the big moment that you had, the steal in the overtime game against Maryland. Um, can you take us through that play? Did you know you were going to try to jump that pass, or was that just like all reaction? Yeah, I, so they basically – I actually tried to steal it earlier in the game. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I've been trying to get that steal in a lot of the games. They, pretty much every team runs a play going up the floor like that to their one. And, yeah, I just timed it perfectly. I knew I was going to go for it, but I, I, I kind of wanted to do it like tentatively so I could get back in front if I had to, but – it was right there. It was kind of a lazy pass. So almost yeah. came out of my shoe driving down. Didn't even <laughs> think about everyone's asking me if if I was scared to miss the layup, but I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about my shoe busting open. So the layup was the easy part. Yeah, that would have been tough. Did you did you think about dunking it? You got up on that layup. Didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I've, I've had a couple I've had a couple fast break dunks, but 
only up 20 when the game we didn't really mean much. I know Coach was hoping you weren't going to try and dunk it. He said yeah, that. absolutely He's not. Like, I'm hoping he's not trying to dunk it. He probably would have been mad at me if I even made the dunk. <laughs> That's awesome. I wanted to ask what these past couple weeks have been like for you. Um, obviously, you didn't play a ton at the beginning of the year. Um, with some injuries, you got your shot, and you've taken advantage of it. What have these past few weeks been like for you, and what has the support from Husker Nation been like? I mean, this is basically what I've been dreaming of since I was – my dad started coaching. And even before that, that's, this is what I've been watching on TVs, Big Ten basketball. Just college basketball has always been my favorite thing to watch. And, uh, yeah, just kind of being able to take advantage of it is the is the really cool thing. Is I didn't know if, when I came here if I'd be able to get uh, get into the rotation ever. I, my kind of my plan was to develop playing against Big Ten players in practice and then maybe transfer down. But uh, I, I felt like I got a lot better uh, just developing the first year and a half and then uh, put me in a good situation to go out there and play. And then I kind of capitalized on it, not playing scared. That was the one thing I was a little bit worried about is if I get nervous out there. But it, it hasn't been too bad. I've had a lot of support in that. And then, yeah, I mean, just the support from all the fans is incredible because I, I always scroll through Twitter after wins, looking at the opposing team's posts, looking at all the memes yeah. under it. That's, that's my favorite thing to do. But yeah, I mean, and the crowds are just electric right now. So it, it's been great. It's insane. Have you surprised yourself with how well you've played so early in your career? Or did you kind of know that you had this in you the whole time? I mean, the like, when I'm looking at it from the outside, I would say it's kind of surprising because I didn't expect it to happen this fast. But nothing that I've I've done is like out of the ordinary for me. Like this is how I play and I've always been able to play this way. And just the work that I put in, I knew I was good enough to play at this level. It was just a matter of opportunity. And now it's good that I'm able to take advantage of it. Absolutely. You've been killing it, dude. It's so fun to watch. Um, another question I had is, um, what's it like being the coach's son at such um, a big level, like a, a big stage? It's like my dad, you know, he coached me like T-ball and all that. But having your dad coach you at the D1 level, what's that like? Yeah, I mean, he would never really coached me before. He he ran a few practices for my AAU team when he was out of a job for, like, my sophomore year of high school, but he would never really been the uh, my coach. So it was a little bit of an adjustment, but, I mean, I I try not to treat it as anything much different than, like, a normal coach, like, had I not been playing for him. But, yeah, I mean, it just – it means a lot more. That's what I always tell people. Like, when you're, when you're playing for your dad, like, it just makes you want to win even more and play harder and – the the satisfaction you get when you win is is double so it's been really fun absolutely does he coach you harder than anybody else or is he you know kind of the same i think it's i think it's easier for him to like to yell at me because he does it at home (laughs) when i don't do chores or something so he's yeah he'll get on me but i don't i try not to mess up so he doesn't have to fred doesn't seem like a yeller (laughs) he's not but there are times if if you're bad enough and it's a little bit shorter leash with me i think yeah does he uh does he still have game can he still take you no he doesn't play anymore but i think if he tried he could it's because of his heart issues but uh yeah i think he could i think he'd still outshoot case if that says anything wow 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 yeah Yeah. segue i wanted to ask what's it what's it been like playing with case these past few games the dude's electric there's been i mean not as much in the Maryland game, but every game before that, it just there was like a a ten minute stretch where I felt like just get out of the way and let Casey work because it's just so easy to play with him when he's on fire. Just 
give make sure he gets open and get out of the way. So it, it, it's just a blast. I mean, you see how much fun he has. I mean, he he was getting a little too excited after that steal. I was like, Casey, we got twenty seconds left. Let's win the game." He's <laughs> acting like we we just won, but uh, yeah. I mean, he he's one of my best friends on the team. I'm actually his roommate, so it, it's a lot of fun playing with him. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So one thing, obviously, dad is the coach. What was there like a big recruiting pitch, or what was the kind of pitch like to come play for your dad? I pitched it to him. He didn't pitch it to me. So <laughs> what was yeah. your? Pitch? I said, oh, I just, it wasn't even a pitch. I just asked, hey, Dad, can I play for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, my, my older brother, he went to Michigan State, but my dad wasn't coaching at that time, and I think he probably would have done the same as me. So you and Casey, you guys aren't, like, the tallest guys in the world. It's so, like, what does it say about, like, your guys' success in basketball? Like, you know, being the smarter player, working hard. Like, what does that say for younger guys that, you know, aren't as tall and, like, they can – still play division one basketball yeah i mean i i think case is a a bit of a outlier because he i mean he's not strong he's not athletic and he's not tall like typically you need one of those things <laughs> um but yeah i mean he's just an example of hard work and just freakish talent because he's just and, and iq like iq is so important at this level and I think that's one of the things that's helped me stay on the court in crunch time is just making the right plays. And, uh, yeah, for me, it really just taking advantage of, like, I, I know I'm as fast as any guy on the court and as strong. So any pretty much any kid can work to get as strong as anyone else. So that's one thing that pretty much, I mean, if you work hard enough, you'll be able to do. And then the skill will come if you work. And that's what I did when I got here. I started working out every single day, getting extra shots and, it's really paid off for me. And yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody expected me to be here, but I worked for it and now I've made it. So hopefully a lot of kids can take that message and take off with it. Absolutely. Awesome. That was one question I wrote down was, um, would you be willing to send me your workout plan? <laughs> you have to talk to our trainer, Kurt Joseph, but I will say when I was, uh, when I was little, I did like the hundred pushups, hundred sit-ups every single day. So I got a little ahead of the curve on that. Okay, love it. I'll I'll work on that. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Fred jeans help too. I can't lie. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so obviously, like we've dealt with injuries all year. It would have been easy to kind of like roll over and just say like, well, we kind of got screwed with injuries. What really like brought the team together through the injuries? Yeah, I mean, you look at those first few games without Jawan and Eman, we got blown out. But I mean, we competed for majority of the game. Is just by the end of the game, it just seemed like. A lot of people thought it was just because uh, of a talent issue, like we couldn't hang with teams for the whole game. But, uh, I mean, we just really needed time to gel and learn how to play with each other. And it was basically a new team. So all teams need a little bit of time to get playing their best. And fortunately for us, that happened pretty quickly. And uh, we're all super close. We're all great friends on the team. I mean, we're all happy for each other. Like you even see some guys when they don't play as much, they're still cheering on the bench. So that's just the most important thing is the culture we built this year. It, it's bound to get success at some point, And we've been able to finally achieve that. Absolutely. Um, another question I had was, has it always been the headband for you? Is that, is that a, a move that's been recent is, and is it just to look cool or is there a story behind it? No, it's so my sophomore year, AU season, uh, my girlfriend at the time, she wanted me to grow my hair out. It had always been short my whole life, so I didn't need a headband or anything. And it was it was long, and I hated how it got in my face. 
<laughs> so I, I wore the like the ninja headbands with the little ties that got banned. Yeah, I wore those at first, <laughs> and then uh, kept my I kept my hair long. I liked how it looked and uh, just stuck with it in high school. And then I I took it off for a few games just because my hair was short. So it's it's a practical use for me. But hopefully, I mean, maybe I can build a brand with it. I mean, me and Casey, I convinced him to wear the headband, so I can't leave him hanging on that. Absolutely. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So we went to high school with Greasel. Um, okay. A lot of people call him Sammy Hoops. Think people should start calling you Sammy Hoops? or? <laughs> no, he's got that one. People can pick something else for me. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, what was it this weekend? Was someone calling you Seatbelt, Sam? Yeah, that was training Bryce. I have no idea what that means. I don't know either. I was I was gonna ask. It, you it's that. something with defense, like not letting the guy get by me, like sitting down. I don't. It's they come <laughs> up with a lot of stuff that doesn't really make sense. Where'd you get your defensive intensity from? Uh, I mean, honestly, probably from playing with my brothers growing up. I mean, we are so competitive that we just. I mean, so Charlie, my twin brother, he was kind of looked at as the best defender on our high school team. And I wanted to prove them wrong that I was the better defender. So it just, I mean, we just play hard, like play super hard against each other when we play each other and then trying to outwork each other when we're on the same team, which leads to good things. And then once I got to college, I wanted to just work on my defense and by playing hard was the only way to get better at it. And that's kind of where it's led to really helping me in these situations. I have one non-basketball question for you. I heard you're a stick at golf. Is that true? Well, not currently, I would say, because I don't play as much anymore. <clears throat> but at my prime, I was a point eight handicap. <laughs> okay. That's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I actually wanted to be a college golfer until, like, my sophomore year of high school. Me and my brother were both more into golf. Uh, Jack, my older brother, had a golf scholar, a D1 scholarship, but he decided to play basketball. Okay. So we all loved it and played all the time. That was kind of my first love in a sport. What's your uh, favorite course in Nebraska that you played? I played the Sand Hills this summer. Nice. Oh, I haven't yeah. gotten out there. I need to. Yeah. 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 That was incredible. Shot even there. No, you didn't. Shot it's even. Not good. Yeah. That's... Uh, that, but that was, I saw so I was playing a good amount the weeks leading up to that so I was, that that was pretty good for me i'll say that <laughs> what's uh what's the toughest where's the toughest place to play in the big 10 and why definitely purdue it is so loud there and the the student section always chanting something that's really annoying and i mean when i, I haven't played at a lot of the places when i'm getting minutes so i'm getting and the crowds love to attack me for whatever reason so the students they're overhanging right on top of you and they just let it on you. Penn State isn't as nearly as hard to play, but their fans are the most ruthless. That I, they, I mean, they did not stop screaming, talking shit the entire game. <laughs> so yeah, that, those are. I mean, Purdue's definitely the hardest. So, how does PBA stack up? I mean, right now it's it's right up there. Definitely. I mean, I'd say Purdue. And then I would say PBA is right, right up there at number two, maybe with Indiana, uh, Michigan State. Those two are really loud. So, but yeah, I mean, it's right up there for sure. Nice. Yeah. I mean, we're all bought in for the postseason run here. I guess, what do you kind of see the team's direction going into next year? Obviously, we've gotten hot these last few games. What do you kind of see going into next year? Yeah. I mean, I think 
the the most important thing is keeping the culture that we put in this year. Uh, I think that will lead, like I said, I think it leads to success and being able to uh, have this young core get a lot of quality minutes is going to help us a lot for next year. Even though we're losing some really important seniors, uh, I mean, we still got Jawan coming back, so we we got a chance to be good and then bring in some guys from the portal. Obviously, we have a lot of scholarship spots to fill, I think three or four probably. So, yeah, I mean, just fill those with the, the right type of people that will fit our culture, and then I'm, I'm excited for next year. I mean, just keep building off what we're doing now, and hopefully uh, if we're fortunate enough to make a postseason run, that'd be really fun, and then keep building off that. For sure. What can we expect from the boys for the rest of the year? I mean, the same that we've been doing. We're going to play our ass off. We're going to keep giving it our all every single night, and uh, you've seen the results lately. Hopefully it keeps uh, – Translating to that, I mean, we got uh, Minnesota is actually playing pretty well now. They haven't had any wins, but I mean, Battle had 31 and Garcia had 24 for them. And they play at Maryland tonight, so that'll be really tough for them to see how they play. And then we got to treat that the same as playing against Michigan State the next game. So it's going to be – every game is tough in the Big Ten, so we got we to gotta play well. And, I mean, if we – we get two or three of these next three games that would be big time and maybe get a couple tournament ones to see what happens we already said if you guys make the tournament we're getting in the car and going yep. so oh please do we need all the support we can we can oh, get yeah. well for sure oh yeah all right so this is kind of off off the record but uh you know maybe after the year what do you think about coach hoiberg uh talking with us a little bit think he'd be <laughs> up for that I'll, I'll i'll talk to him about it oh as yeah possible. He's oh, got yeah. a lot of he's got a lot of stuff like that to do, but I'll I'll ask him about it. This is pretty fun. Right. Oh yeah. All right. Love that's, it. That's Sam's sweet. That's, that's all we can ask for. <laughs> Love it. Well, Sam, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. We're excited that you're on the boys uh, the next couple weeks and see what see what we can do. So thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for all the support. We appreciate you guys. You bet. Oh, yeah. Go big red, baby. Go big red. Yes, sir. See you guys. Yeah. yeah. See ya. All right, thank you, Sam. The man, the myth, the legend. What a guy. Yeah, what a fantastic what a player. interview. Going to lead the Scurs to a tournament run. It's got to feel like such a great feeling. Like, you're, you know, you're the guy at the end of the bench, kind of just kind of waiting for your turn. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll get in if we're up or down by 20. Like, yep. And then that's when, like, no one cares. Like, all the fans have left or aren't watching anymore. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, one of the best players. You're the guy. Just like, you've been waiting for that moment. Two game-winning plays and two overtimes. Yeah, two big defensive plays. It's awesome to watch. Which his dad isn't known for defense, so. Yeah, it's awesome. wonder where he got that from. I don't know. Pius the 10th. Yeah. Pius the 10th. <laughs> yeah. True. Pius taught defense. <laughs> defense and bunting. Jeez. Yep. Pius right. the 10th. Gross. Yep. Disgusting. All right. This is the Boys Down Bad Podcast. I'm Dylan. Peter, some Chris. Have yourself a top 10 weekend.